Sakula, our spiritual director, Alistair, her husband, who would normally be here, are flying to Scotland again because his niece drowned and she's in a coma. And um, they're going home. There's been a lot of tragedy in his family recently. I told my daughter, I told my kids this morning and my daughter said, Scotland is just bad right now. Sort of how it feels. I don't blame Scotland. But they're not here with us today and they won't be here with us probably for a few weeks. And later when we do some chanting, we can you know, hold them in our in our hearts. We'll I'll be here next few Sundays. And um, starting tomorrow night, I'll be teaching a, a meditation, an introduction to meditation class here over the next four, four Mondays. I have a few more responsibilities around around the joint, <clears throat> along with um, the holidays and family work. <clears throat> and oftentimes around this time of year, uh, we do, even without a tragedy or something out of the ordinary, we end up with a lot more responsibilities than we normally would have. You know, especially if you're a person, <laughs> much less a person with a family or a job or a job in direct service. <clears throat> you know, we sort of uh, end up you know, cooking more and baking more and caretaking more and planning more and scheduling more and shopping more, spending more. And it can start to feel like a grind this time of year, especially if you don't have particularly positive associations with this time of year. It can really feel like a grind. <clears throat> I'm the uh, I'm the Scrooge in my family. I re <laughs> that's right. Even Buddhists can be Scrooges. <laughs> no, that's why I'm a Buddhist. <laughs> I realized yesterday. Um, I don't even know if when we're getting a Christmas tree. That's not my area. <laughs> I figured it'd be up by now, actually. But I stay out of it. If it shows up, you know, I'll watch somebody decorate. <laughs> I'll probably cook something in a few weeks. <clears throat> I've, I decided, uh, or I had this kind of epiphany inside a few uh, years ago that it wouldn't it be great if Christmas was like once 
not once a year, but like once, you know, it's a big deal. You have to do all these things. You get to really celebrate. Get this huge tree, which does not belong in a home, in your house, spend a lot of money, get on a plane or whatever. But then that's it. It's like a it's like a European vacation. You just Christmas. Yeah, we Christmas last year. Yeah. And then you sort of move on with your life. I got a little resentful that I had a Christmas every year. It was part of like life. You know, no matter what I did every year, uh, everything became red and green and twinkly and busy and cold. And I couldn't get out of it. <laughs> I can't seem to get out of it. Um, so I started thinking about like all the holidays, like that too, Halloween, saying, you know, once is plenty. But now we do it every year. Do it every year. <clears throat> so this year, um, I'm looking at I'm looking at it again uh, through the lens of this practice, which is the only way I can get through anything <laughs> is by looking at it through the lens of this practice. Uh, and there's a sutta that many of us, you know, are familiar with, even have memorized. It's in our chanting. Uh, it's the Metta Sutta, the Buddha's words on loving kindness. <sighs> and uh, I've over the years, I memorized it many, many years ago. And over the years, I've just taken bits and pieces at times and just chewed on them for months, you know, and tried to work on um, my challenge areas. So there's one piece right now that I'm using. And, you know, it starts out, um, this is what should be done by those, you know, by one who is skilled in goodness and who knows the path of peace. So that's my reminder. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That's my reminder that, you know, this, that this goodness stuff can be learned, you know, practiced, learned, and that we're all in a different phase of our learning and accomplishment around goodness. So right, right away, that's a relief. <laughs> Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech. That straightforward and gentle in speech, that was about eight years. <laughs> I'm not done uh, with that. I don't know if I ever will be, um, but that is a lovely uh, sort of reflection that can just live in the heart. Uh, let me be straightforward yet gentle in my speech. Uh, but the next, the next line is the one that I'm holding right now and kind of turning over in my mind. Uh, and it's uh, unburdened with duties, unburdened with duties, straightforward and gentle in speech, unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways. And unburdened with duties is very is an interesting kind of teaching. It's an interesting phrase to turn over in the mind because, like uh, many things the Buddha said, it can be interpreted a couple of ways. 
so uh, being unburdened by the duties we have. So I, you know, I do have uh, kids and I have a spouse and I have a, a family, big family and a home and a volunteer and paid duties here and a business. And um, I've chosen, you know, to a degree, all of these responsibilities. And, and with this practice, I've learned or am learning or am constantly practicing how to hold them in a way uh, that feels good and spacious and kind to myself and leaves room to be kind to others. There was a point a few years ago where I realized, and I think everybody goes through these different seasons where your bandwidth is pretty wide. There's a lot of room, you can take things on, things can fall apart, you can still hold it. And other seasons where, there's not a whole lot of margin. <laughs> I remember a few years ago that uh, I, I finally realized what that margin is. For me, having margin, having extra space around responsibilities is having the space for them to fall apart and still being able to hold it gracefully. So before I said yet, yeah, for a long time, I practiced you new. Know, before I said yes to anything, I would think, okay, can I handle it if it goes well? Yes. Can I handle it? Can I handle it if it falls to pieces? No, <laughs> I can't. That will take too much margin. And you can you can sort of piece it out, kind of depending on what it is. Say it's like a like you're gonna plan an event. If it all goes smoothly and all your volunteers show up and everybody does what they're supposed to and all the money comes in and all the things are purchased and all the food is cooked, then I'm great. <laughs> but if people get sick or we lose the you know, space or people don't like how it went or something happens to me in the process, do I have the margin to take on the extra responsibilities of following through on it. You know, when you're the leader of something, usually when something starts to fall apart, you have to take on the extra. So, you know, do I have time to make those extra phone calls? Do I have time to make that extra food? Do I have time to find those extra chairs? <clears throat> Do I have the emotional bandwidth to take those to take the phone calls when everything is going wrong or perceived wrong? And at times, you know, I've had to be very honest with myself and say, no, <laughs> I have time for this to go well, but I don't have time for it to go wrong. Or I have the emotional stability for it to go well, but I don't have the emotional stability for it to go wrong. And there's nothing wrong with recognizing where we're at when we start picking up duties, when we start picking up responsibilities. In fact, there's everything right about it. really knowing what can I take on with 
grace. So what can I take on with a good intention, kindness, stability? So unburdened with the responsibilities that I have. You know, and another way to think about that, you know, not just taking on responsibilities, but having already responsibilities, nothing new. How can I be unburdened with what I have? Well, one way is to not complain aloud. I had to practice that for a while. You know, if, I, if I'm complaining in my head, Pretty soon I'm complaining out loud. Pretty soon I can hear myself complaining, which makes me even more irritated. <laughs> so for a while it was simple. That it was that simple. Just I don't think I'll complain out loud about things. And pretty soon I felt um, calmer. Which is not to say that it's useful to repress our feelings or hide them. Um, but with this practice, we can uh, begin to recognize our thinking, our thoughts, as just these kind of coming together of conditions. Okay, my thinking, this thought about this is arising from these conditions. It's useful. I'm learning something from it. You know, it's putting words to my feelings, but I don't actually need to express these words out loud. And this can actually unburden ourselves. Just this really simple little uh, little practice, you know, we can have fun with it. It unburdens us a little bit. It also unburdens the people around us quite a lot. If you live with or love a complainer, then you know <laughs> how that can kind of wear you down after a while. If your loved ones live with a complainer, <laughs> you might have noticed uh, things shift when the complaining starts. In our family, you know, we finally had to start asking each other, are you in the feeling stage or the solution stage? And it wasn't to be snarky or rude or to cut off, you know, someone who was talking. But, you know, it's helpful to know if someone's looking for advice, you know, if someone's looking for a listening ear. And then uh, once we kind of know what that person's looking for, then we can um, set our own boundaries. Okay. Well, if you're in the feeling stage, I have about five more minutes. <laughs> and we can do that for ourselves too. Okay, I'm in the feeling stage. <laughs> I'm going to give this five more minutes. And then I'm going to move on move on to the next thing. Maybe I'll come back to it. You know, kind of stopping that spiral of thinking helps us not to feel burdened uh, by our duties, by our responsibilities, by our worries. 
we have to become our own coaches. All right, all right, you can have it. Only five more minutes. And I always come back to it. <clears throat> and then there's uh, being unburdened. by too many responsibilities. There's being burdened by picking up more than we have the bandwidth for, or that is more than is, um, it makes any sense, no? <clears throat> I used to get, uh, you're probably picking this up, but I used to get very annoyed with conventions. You know, Why do I have to do this? That's because everybody on earth does it. Doesn't mean I should have to. Doesn't mean I should have to plan it or be there or do it or enjoy it. <laughs> Very scroogey. Um, and to a degree, that's true. We don't have to. You know, all of this stuff is, as the Buddha would say, you know, created. We've created all of it. I mean, we created Christmas and we created language and we created children and <laughs> we created all of these things, you know, from conventions to humans to things uh, that now we're responsible for. We did it. It's done. Now we're responsible for it. So how can we decide, you know, what to uh, gracefully pick up? but also what to set aside and not worry about it. <clears throat> like um, this, this Thanksgiving this year has been very sweet for me. Um, sometimes I'll make a big dinner. Sometimes I'll, you know, do something for my father-in-law. Uh, this year I made... I did some cooking for a friend who puts together kind of this charity Thanksgiving for various families in our community. And then, uh, you know, I scrambled some eggs for a brunch <laughs> with my father-in-law. And then I uh, uh, folded into a Friendsgiving, brought a salmon. It's all food, right? Thanksgiving. And then, uh, you know, I was telling Stephanie this morning that I got up on uh, Friday morning and realized I didn't have any pie for breakfast because I didn't bake any. <laughs> and I made myself a pie. You know? And it's these funny little things that <clears throat> we can put down and pick up in our own time and space and feel really good about, you know? I had more responsibilities this year in some ways because I picked up this kind of charity Thanksgiving cooking and less because I went to a potluck and everybody contributed. And then, you know, had the wonderful privilege of cooking my own darn pie <laughs> under no deadline whatsoever. <laughs> simply so I could have it for breakfast. Now, so, and I feel just really happy. <laughs> I feel unburdened. I feel like I haven't so far this season picked up too much. 
and it's lovely. And now I'm wondering, you know, as I move into Christmas, which is typically just too much, too much for me. It's too, too many lights. It's too much noise. It's too many people. It's too much of my mom <laughs> sending too many presents. I know, right? The problems aren't really problems. It's the way that I pick them up and hold them. Uh, so, you know, as I'm moving through this period of responsibility and duty and convention and uh, unusual circumstances now here at the center, I'm just sitting with that phrase, what is it to be unburdened by my responsibilities? What is it to unburden myself? And how can I hold this process gracefully and, you know, make space for others uh, who are spending time with me, who depend on me? Uh, I think it's, I think it's possible. And I don't think I've ever <laughs> felt that way before. I think it might be possible to get through to January with some grace. Uh, and ease. So I'm really excited and interested, you know, to see what what'll happen um, kind of uh, in this in this in this practice. And don't take this the wrong way, but I think I always think, you know, there's no hope, right? <laughs> there's no hoping, abandon hope, just figure out the next right thing and watch the results. And we can't hope for it, but we can have faith in our own abilities. We can have faith in our training. We can have faith in our um, decision-making and we can have faith that we'll watch the results of our actions and learn from them. Uh, so while, you know, I don't sort of depend on hope anymore, uh, I do depend on faith and training and community <clears throat> to to learn from it all. 